Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, a tool to help believers rediscover true biblical doctrine and to help them understand and live out their faith in their homes, in their churches, and in their communities. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let's get right to it. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Doctor Matters Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Dew, and uh, I'm coming to you today, and I didn't really plan on doing a video or um, a, uh, an episode to the podcast, but I've been listening to a lot of feedback as it, re- as it uh, pertains to the revival that's been going on in, in, in Asbury, which is now uh, over. And, uh, I, you know, I keep saying I'm not going to talk about Asbury again, and I'm really not going to talk about Asbury. I'm really going to talk about the people that are really uh, ranting and raving and, and, and just being um, kind of downright nasty online about those who have tested the spirits of this revival. And uh, there a lot of people, just by testing the spirits, what the Bible tells us to do. Let's re- let's be reminded of that. First John four one, the Bible reminds us to test the spirits spirits and tells us to test the spirits, which is a good thing that God has said in His Word, which it must be true, which must be done, even if something is done or said in the name of God, because we don't want to be giving ourselves over to something that is not of God. We don't want to be finding ourselves uh, approving something that is not of God, not of Christ, not exalting God, and not exalting our savior and and especially when there is a um the the god name attached to it and and in this case the revival at asbury uh everybody is seeking a fresh outpouring of the holy spirit now i will be the first one to tell you me too but we have to understand and realize what this fresh outpouring really is a fresh outpouring of the holy spirit would be at something like what happened at pentecost that would be People getting saved, the Holy Spirit just filling people that have crossed over from death to life, and in numerous amounts of people would be getting saved, and uh, that's what I would love to see: is people truly being born again. So that is what an outpouring of the Spirit looks like. Just to say it briefly, and I would say me too. But the problem is, there are many people that say that this is um, people being critical of something that is happening in the name of God or happened in the name of God. And I want to talk briefly about testing the spirits and a critical spirit. Now, testing the spirits, again, is something that uh, the Bible tells us to do. And even in First Thessalonians chapter 5, if you want another couple of verses here, um, other than the First John 4, 1 verse, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 20 and 21 says, Do not despise prophecies, but test everything. So when even when there are prophecies back in the back in the Bible, when there were prophecies, you had to test that. If it was done or said in the name of God, you had to test it. So testing things is biblical, but labeling it as a critical spirit or, or people being critical is unbiblical and uncharitable at best. Because when you start criticizing people for doing what the Bible tells them to do, then you have failed to do what the Bible has called you to do as a professing believer as well. I see people, I hear people, I've seen Facebook posts, I've seen YouTube videos of people that are saying, uh, I'm tired of these critics, and how can you judge? How can you do this? And, And they're being critical of those who have 
seemingly tested the spirits on this thing. Now, have there been critics out there as, as truly critical with a critical spirit? Absolutely. But the problem is you have to distinguish testing the spirits from a critical spirit. So when we test the spirits, all we're doing is measuring what is happening in the name of God to the word of God. And that is very important. And I want to tell you why that's very important, because listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. I'm going to read verses 12 through 15 here. The word of God says, but what I'm doing, I will continue to do so that I may cut off opportunity from those who desire an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the matter about which they are boasting. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workers, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. No wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Therefore, it is not surprising if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness, whose end will be according to their deeds. Now, I'm not saying that everyone that was at this Revival is um, somehow an angel of light wrapped in an angel of light that's actually a, a deceiver and being deceitful and as followers of Satan. I'm not saying that at all, but what I am saying, because Satan wraps himself as an angel of light, other people will as well, which is the reason we are to compare what is being taught and being said with the clear teaching of the Bible. I believe the Bible alone is the word of God. It is the inspired, inerrant truth. It is the word. So we must be measuring everything with the scriptures. And that sometimes takes time to start seeing things unfold. And, and then as they unfold, you measure those things to scriptures. And I'm not going to get into the last couple of episodes about the Asbury revival, but there have been some things that have come out of that revival that have been very troubling and do not align with the word of God. So testing the spirits and saying, yeah, there's, there's something fishy going on here. I don't, I'm not liking what I'm seeing as I measure this thing to the word of God. That is completely different than being critical. Now, a critical spirit, on the other hand, is is something is it's a spirit that is just uh, it tears people down. It's very accusatory. It's judgmental. It's, um, uh, you know, a critical spirit when you're around one. It is just they make people miserable. But the problem is you have people testing the spirits and being labeled as critical and then you have true critical people that are actually being critical and, and just being all out. This this isn't real. This is a joke. This is uh, this is stupid. But they're not even measuring this to the word of God. So testing the spirits is biblical. I mean, you have the Bereans in the book of Acts who tested what Paul himself said. And we know Paul to be an apostle of Christ. We know Paul's story on the road to Damascus was knocked down. He was blinded for three days. And then uh, he went to Straight Street, Ananias touched him, prayed for him, opened his eyes. God did. Scales fell off. And he began to go and, and, and learn and, and do all that he needed to do and, and be with the apostles and learn all that he could. And then he began his ministry. So even the Bereans checked Paul. They, they wanted to, to have these checks and balances in place to, for them to know that Paul was telling them the truth. And Paul didn't go, well, you judgmental, judgmental, critical people, you're, you're, you're li not listening to me. I'm coming in the name of God. I am an apostle and you're still going to go check what I'm saying. Absolutely. That's what we are told to do in the scriptures. And that's what I believe every professing believer needs to do. Now, when we test the spirits, we can come back in a more gentle manner 
I've said in the last couple of episodes that I don't believe this revival to be truly of God. I believe there was a lot of emotionalism and a lot of things happening. However, did God use some people? Were some people changed as a result of these things that happened? Absolutely, because God is always working. He's going to get his glory somehow, and he is going to get it through what was labeled as a revival, although a lot of um, new apostolic reformation teaching began to uh, just implode within this thing. So what may have started as as genuine uh, led to just a bunch of things that when tested against the word of God, it failed that test. Now, I want to encourage you, if you're still testing, if you're still discerning, don't become critical or overly critical and, and just be all out judgmental and, and just be rude to people over it. There's been a lot of people that have been rude to my position, and that's fine. I, I can have a conversation and, and talk back and forth all day with people that disagree with me, but I'm not going to be argumentative. I'm not going to lead to uh, name calling. I'm not going to do those things. But what I am going to do is point people back to the scriptures and why I am convicted the way that I'm convicted concerning what has been labeled a revival. And those that say, yes, this was a revival, this was a move of God, you have to not be judgmental as well. You have just as much uh, chance at having a critical spirit with maybe without even knowing it. You can have a critical spirit against those who are testing and even those that do have a critical spirit. You don't want to have a critical spirit just because someone else does. So I think there's a lot to gain here when we think about respecting each other's opinions, having grown up conversations. I was trying to have a conversation with a guy the other day. He just laughed at me and said, yeah, you would say that. And I'm okay. So I said, thank you for your time. If you don't want to have a conversation as an adult, we'll just leave it at that. And, uh, Praying for you, brother. Um, so there's critical spirits on both sides of this thing. And, uh, and and no matter what we think or feel about what has happened, we have to still measure that up to the word of God. I heard one guy say, well, at least these college students aren't out, aren't out partying and having sex and, and drinking and doing drugs and all these things. They're actually in chapel and they're staying there and they're praying and they're worshiping. That's great. That is that is a great thing that has come out of this revival or, or quote unquote revival is that ch- kids were actually in this environment. But the problem is the environment led to some unbiblical things. So but there is some good that came out of that. That's good. So I just want to encourage us quick video, quick, quick podcast episode uh, just to not have that critical spirit, not be destructive or tearing down someone for what they believe or, or what may have been going on in the name of God. You don't have to be. Uh, just a, a jerk about things. You don't have to have this critical spirit, but do test the spirits. It is very important that that happens and continues to happen because we have to be discerning as Bereans, as believers. So um, let's stop criticizing one another. Let's test the spirits, discern what has really happened in the name of God. And then where our biblical convictions lie, we must respect one another. Again, uh, don't go online and say, I'm so sick of hearing people judge this thing. That's that's not helpful. Again, if you believe this was a true move of God, then I would respect that. And if we get into a conversation about it, I'm still going to respect you. may play devil's advocate a little bit or may show you from Scripture and ask you what you think. Uh, but we're going to have grown-up adult conversations about it. And I think these are good. This is good to talk about. But the problem is a lot of people just jump on what other people are saying and doing. So, I encourage you and I implore you, uh, test the spirits, test the revival, test everything that you've seen and heard, and then discern 
through the scriptures what you believe and, and where your conscience lies. And if I can please just implore you as well, whatever side of the aisle you lie on when it, when it comes to this thing, be respectful of one another. We're never going to get anywhere tearing each other down. As a matter of fact, as believers, we should be building one another up. So if you disagree with me and my um, discernment on this, that's fine. And I may disagree with you, and that's fine. But as long as we hold those close-handed doctrines in our fist, that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone, that there is nothing we can do to earn or obtain salvation, it is all by the grace of God, then we can link arms and move forward. If you're a charismatic, uh, if you lean on the charismatic side where I don't, I'm a cessationist, I've talked about this, as long as we believe the gospel, as long as we believe Jesus... uh, is and was the son of God, if we believe that he was born of a virgin, if we believe that he was a sinless sacrifice, that he died in our place, and those that repent of their sin and believe in him will receive eternal life, then we can worship together. We can uh, go forward with the gospel together. But that doesn't mean that we don't have to agree on every secondary and tertiary thing. I think what we're seeing here is secondary issues that are being tested and discerned, which have bled over into first tier issues as people are discerning and uh, not going to get into all that again. And just a plea to you, brothers and sisters in Christ, to be respectful of one another's opinions, be respectful, respectful of one another's critiques or as they test or their discernment and have grown up conversations for the glory of God. Uh, This tearing each other down is not going to work. We are called to build one another up, and we can do that even in our disagreements. So quick quick video today, quick uh, episode, uh, just to try to encourage everyone just to be respectful and uh, try to distinguish someone testing the spirits from having a critical spirit. The two are not the same. Uh, They are uh, different from one another, and each one of those matter. One is biblical. One is unbiblical. So just don't label Everybody is a a critic or having a critical spirit, but trust the Lord and uh, let him guide you through his word. Until next time, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and God bless.